0: Welcome to Fail Succeed. Now, it's been a couple of weeks since you last heard from us, but we're back.
1: H, you're back as well. Welcome. Thank you. I bet everyone's breathing a sigh of relief that we're back on the airwaves.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, what have they done the last couple of weeks?
1: So H, you're you're well, are you? You've had a good break? Yeah, I'm revitalised uh, after a healthy bout of heat stroke and a tactical burn. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Tactical burn, but now presumably you've got a a stunning golden glow to your complexion.
1: I'll be honest, it's mostly peeling off.
0: So now that we're back, we're going to start with some uh, pretty punchy topics. The fail this week is this face app that everyone's been using and sharing pictures of themselves online. And it's basically an app where one of the functions is you can uh, take a selfie and it shows you how you'll look when you're older. And it is... Frighteningly realistic in terms of where I mean, the photo just looks authentic, right? Obviously, you've got no idea whether that's really how you're going to look when you're older, yeah, but it just looks incredibly realistic, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think the reason they managed to do that is because, unlike some apps where the um, processing is done on your phone, they actually upload your photo to their server. Um, and therefore they can do a lot more processing power on the image. Okay, but so just quickly,
0: you've used
1: it. I haven't actually used it. Now, the thing you say about
0: it being stored on their servers in perpetuity, so this is what has garnered a lot of attention and why it's our fail, is that people are getting really worried about the security implications of this. But I've got to say, from what I've read in various articles, and like I said, I haven't used it, but the, sta- the, the terms that they get you to sign up to look to me
1: to be exactly the same as any other. So, yeah, you know, I think I think the issue is that it's I mean, maybe this is it shouldn't be an issue, but uh, with what's going on in the. Political climate at the moment. I think what most people are having a problem with is is the fact that it's a Russian app. What's not to trust? You know, they they say they're not using our info, so um, I for one believe them. You know, you know we know that the big tech firms use our
0: images and store them forever. If you read any of those terms, it says they can do that, right? And people just don't bother reading them. But you kind of go, well, big tech firms are all benign. So what are they really going to use it for? It's nothing bad, but then. They will use your images in things like training their machine learning algorithms for facial recognition. Yeah, that's just what happens when you sign up and you allow them to use your data. And we probably should be more worried about what the
1: big tech firms are doing. Well, I think what's interesting is if if those big tech firms uh, reside in countries which are supposedly allied to your particular country, then there doesn't seem to be so much of a fuss. China, in Huawei's case, which um, obviously there's a big concern at the moment with the rolling out of 5G around the UK, um, that America have said they don't want Huawei involved at all um, in in setting this up. But the British are still kind of dragging their heels as to whether or not they're going to allow Huawei to install some of the basic infrastructure. Um, It's just interesting how we seem to trust big tech firms that are in allied countries, but are a bit more nervous about ones that aren't.
0: And also, you know, Cambridge Analytica, if you remember, Facebook didn't exactly cover itself in glory there. And there's a large feeling growing about Facebook and the way it treats its users' data. And that is going to grow into a bigger issue. Just watch how that develops. Okay, so that's our fail. Let's move on to our success, which Mm. this week is Elon Musk has a, a new company, Neuralink, that has applied to US regulators to start trialing its device on humans. Uh, a device which, and I'm going to just read the the facts here because otherwise i get it wrong, but it's a tiny probe containing more than 3,000 electrodes attached to flexible threads, which then monitor the activity of 1,000 neurons in your brain. Which is
1: not actually a lot.
0: You can tell us a bit more about that in a minute, but just to clarify what this does, it means that you can control a computer with your brain, okay? And they've tested it on monkeys, and that's what they found with monkeys and i guess the first implementation of this technology is going to tackle diseases like parkinson's but the bigger picture down the line is to give humans you know some extraordinary level of cognition okay so superhuman abilities to learn and well it's
1: it's a, it's a neural lace basically um and this okay, is something tell us that- what that is well it's just the idea of integrating the human brain uh, with um, with electronics ultimately with artificial intelligence it's something that's been it's not a new idea but 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 basically what musk is attempting to do is ensuring that future willing participants of the human race won't completely get left for dust when the um, technological singularity occurs, and that we might stand some chance of keeping up with advanced AI at least as some kind of parasitic symbiotes can kind of piggybacking on an intelligence that we couldn't ever dream of comprehending uh, with our puny minds. Uh, eventually we'll we will get overtaken by artificial intelligence, and this is an attempt to try and make sure that at least we're not we can actually in some way remain relevant and not get completely become completely redundant
0: I think though the idea here is that he he wants
1: humans to harness that ai so not be you won't be able to, you won't be able to harness that ai why not because it'll it'll operate on a on a cognitive level so beyond what humans can understand. Um, that w- it won't even make sense as actual thoughts. It'll be too advanced. It'll 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 operate at such a level that there's just no way that we will vaguely be able to keep up with it. And as a result, this is the this is an attempt to try and at least help us piggyback along with it. This is I mean this this could be a a, a subject of another entire podcast. I, I I do think that there will come a point that we will have to we will have to assimilate into artificial intelligence, otherwise. We just will become redundant. Yeah, the, the idea that there will come a point where an artificial intelligence exceeds uh, human intelligence, human cognition. At that point, it will exponentially increase to a, a, a and very rapidly. Um, it might. Uh, it, it'll create an intelligence which we can't even really recognise. It'll communicate in a way that we can't communicate in. Um... I prefer to focus on the more positive aspects here.
0: Right. So this kind of brain hacking stuff the transhumanism biohacking which is not new at all right you know think about the other areas where we've done this we've modified our bodies and i don't mean you know piercings or or tattoos or anything things like pacemakers cochlear implants steroids contact lenses simple as that right and actually when we're talking about this sort of stuff which is a bit more recent let's look at kevin warwick that professor at the university of coventry i think but in 2002 he implanted put an implant in his arm that connected his nervous system directly to a computer and the internet but he's now working on things kind of similar to this called deep brain stimulation which is something to treat parkinson's and i think that's kind of what elon musk is going for right now but it being elon musk it's obviously you know he's a fantastic salesman builds up the much much bigger picture yeah. which which is what it gets everyone excited but this stuff like gene therapy as well i don't know if you saw that documentary the other week a couple of sundays ago on the bbc a thing was called war in the blood which is about car t cell therapy which is a kind of gene therapy to treat blood-borne cancers where they take out your immune cells t-cells and they genetically engineer them to go back into your body and attack cancerous cells in your blood and that was one hell of a documentary i urge you to watch that it's not an easy watch because you know obviously it's dealing with people who are last chance
1: saloon in their cancer treatment going back to the neuro lace uh what would you i mean if you had that ability to integrate instantly with the information um with endless amounts of information um what would you instantly like to be able to do? I know, obviously, apart apart from Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I was going to ask you. Actually,
0: I had exactly the same question written down. And I actually thought, imagine, though, that it's going to be like a phone contract, all right? right. That's how they're going to pitch it. I don't know if it's really like that. But let's say, you know, you have a certain amount of data available to you each month, or there's only a certain amount of storage capability. So you actually then have to choose between what kind of data you're going to download. I mean, it could be, like you say, Kung Fu or Krav Maga. But no, so much more sort of practically, I would think about, you know, downloading into my brain languages, stuff like that. Yeah. And then maybe trivia, so that I could just go to every pub quiz and... And lots of money.
1: Setting the bar high there, D. With all this power, yeah, you're, uh, exactly, you're exactly. thinking about all the pub quizzes you can win.
0: But I think, obviously, if it was available to everyone, then everyone who went to pub quizzes would do that. Yeah. But I sort of envisage me becoming, you know, a quiz master, going, you know, becoming just a hugely powerful quiz, master. quiz nerd, going on Mastermind, you know, The Chase,
1: yeah, I mean it's great to have um, ambitions.
0: Very well said. And on that note, we will uh, we'll leave that there. Elon Musk and his new brain hacking company. Now, H, moving on. Your story about what you've learned on your travels. What have you got for us?
1: This came from when we were in France a couple of weeks ago. As as I think you're probably aware, I took a bit of time out from getting advanced heat stroke. And do you want to tell everyone a little... what happened or not? There's no need. There's no need. Okay. Just just that I had heat stroke. I went for a little expedition to the local Cathar points of interest, part of France, a lot of Cathar towers and towns and so forth. Uh, yeah, the Cathars had a tendency of building, for those who don't know, like citadels uh, perched on top of kind of tall rocky outcrops can you explain the cathars the cathars is the same as kind of the Albigensian heresy they were an offshoot of catholic religion which uh at some point the vatican decided wanted um stamped out so okay. essentially there was a bit of a kind of almost a genocide um they tended to so and as it's no surprise therefore they built these citadels up high where they would be able to defend themselves a bit better. In the end, they weren't able to. Um, but um, anyway, as I looked up and marvelled at one of these towns on top of the hill, I asked the landlord of an inn at the base how long it took to haul all that stone up there and to build the town. And in a very French manner, he shrugged his shoulders and said, "Little by little, the bird makes its nest." Well, it's like Musk and his Neuralink, isn't it? It's it's, it's important to gradually chip away at our ambitions you know just you know, if you look too much at the big picture you might get disheartened by the scale of the task ahead but step by step we advance just got to be patient
0: that is an excellent piece of advice well what a great positive message to leave our listeners with yeah yeah <laughs> okay h thank you very much as always You're welcome and we will see you next week goodbye